everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 89th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers. This is also my 50th episode in partnership with The Availist. And for this episode, we have Sean McLennan, who was recently a senior art director at Analog Folk in London. Sean, what's up, man? Hey, I'm good. And congratulations on the uh, 50th episode. I have no idea. Thank you. Yeah, 50th with, uh, with The Availist. Been a good little partnership so far. So Glad to keep that going. Glad that you're getting spotlighted on their February you know, talent list and then hopefully it keeps going. Yeah, I'm very glad to be here. It's quite an exciting time for me. So Yeah, maybe tell everyone how you've been dealing with the last few months, where you're quarantining and how you've been keeping busy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, um, okay, so I've uh, been keeping busy by looking after my parents' very sick dog. He's just had a knee surgery, bless him. So at the minute I'm sort of using my downtime to pretend to be a doctor uh, or a vet, should I say. Um, other than that, I've just sort of been leaning heavily into the world of illustration. Um, illustration is something I'm extremely passionate about. And I thought, well, whilst I'm in between waiting for emails to come and phone calls to ring, I'll start drawing. Um, it's been quite fruitful, but it's still not quite what I want to do with myself. Like, it's a very fun career for me to dabble with, but I know that uh, advertising is where I want to be. So I'm still aiming all sites towards that. Totally. And rather just be doing art direction you know, concepting mixed with the illustration and flexing your, you know, kind of creative. Completely, completely. I mean, like, I, I'm fortunate enough to have some sort of drawing skills that I can fall back upon, um, so much so that when we were back in agency life, I was often being brought in to do visualizing for pitches and bits and pieces or storyboard artists. Um, so that was fine. I'm, I'm more than happy to do that and just plug in my headphones and plot away with it. But um, I'm definitely much more on the concepting side of things and I enjoy getting the sort of, problems to tackle and the sort of briefs to crack so that's just something that sort of gets me going in the morning yeah it's great to have that illustration like you said in your back pocket so you can do both or i'm sure all of your keyframes and comps are kick-ass <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean like we've got a few little like fun stories of like um at one point we were working with a stand-up comedian from he's quite known in the uk um and he saw the scamp and in the scamp i actually drew his face and he literally just said to his like agent like i'm doing it because that drawing actually features me <laughs> Um, so it's quite fun to get like a nice little ego stroke like that every now and again. But um, yeah, this is just something I'm doing for fun. And if I can sort of push it as far as I can, then I will. Um, I'm creative naturally. So I'm always going to be ticking over and doing something. Um, but, you know, I know I want to get back in the game and start like developing things and seeing how far I can push myself and clients. Yeah, that's awesome. Maybe tell everyone now a little bit about yourself, how you ended up in advertising where you've worked in the past and what clients you've worked on. No worries. Um, cool. So I, funny enough, uh, back when I was in the whole educational realm, which feels like years ago now, I was actually aiming towards going into graphic design. Um, and then in the UK, they just announced, because um, like higher education in the UK used to be quite affordable. And then suddenly they uh, smashed on nine grand tuition fees a year. And it's nine grand at a minimum. So it's quite an expensive experience. Uh, and that was the year I was meant to be going. So I figured if I'm going to go to a university and get myself in a load of debt, then I want to have fun doing it. Um, so I saw the graphic design course and I also saw the advertising course being promoted. And the advertising course just looked like more fun. Um, so I figured if I'm going to sort of get myself in that situation, I want to look back and at least enjoy the memories. Um, but luckily that course was fantastic. Um, they, are, they really replicated the sort of like studio life that you experience. Um, so by the time it came to me graduating, I kind of knew that's what I wanted to do and knew the next steps and knew how to get there. Um, and I did the sort of placement circuit, which I got 
snatched off of quite fast. I went to a place called Iris Worldwide. Um, I was there for two and a half years working across like a huge array of brands, everything from Domino's Pizza to Adidas Shoes, pitching for even more clients in between. Um, and we were working across like an array of media, which was fantastic. Uh, we were doing anything from like social media to tech innovation to like the nice sort of print ads. Um, and I think that's one thing that I definitely learned from there is I don't particularly like to be shoehorned. Um, I like to sort of work across a huge array um, and just sort of keep things mixed up and interesting. Um, <clears throat> so from Iris, we were there for two and a half years. Uh, I moved my creative partner to a tiny little shop called Gravity Road. I was at Gravity Road for not very long at all. Um, <clears throat> realized quite quickly it wasn't for myself. So uh, sat down on the partner and said, you know, I'm not feeling this, what about you? He was loving it, I wasn't. So I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna dabble the world of freelance. Freelance was something I was quite curious about. Um, and that was where I sort of like learned quite a lot, like more faster, um, <clears throat> if that's any <laughs> sense there, <laughs> learned more faster. Um, yeah, so we were freelancing for a bit. Um, I was available as a solo art director and I was also available with a, a copywriter as well. Um, I quickly realized that art direction wise was sort of like the solo side was sort of pulling more than the team stuff. So I just kept going with that way. Um, and then at one point, this uh, agency called Analog Folk, they kept extending my freelance and kept extending it. And then eventually they offered me a permanent contract. So I was like, well, I'm enjoying being here. You are doing some great work. So let's get involved. Um, and I was there for just shy of a year. No, actually, no, sorry, just over a year. Um, and then obviously COVID hit and first in, first out came into play, uh, which is a shame because I actually enjoyed the place and I love the people and they're doing some phenomenal stuff. But, you know, this is a situation now when one door closes, another door opens. I wouldn't be here talking to you now all the way across the pond. That wasn't that situation. Yeah, exactly. And and like you said, I've seen a lot of people, you know, I've done 89 episodes and a lot have had that kind of last one in first one out situation and it's it's unfortunate but it's just how it works and hopefully once all of this ends maybe analog folk reaches back out or like you said you know just opening other doors and opportunities yeah exactly i can see sort of like online a few things ticking over um but we'll see what the future holds i mean like the idea of working abroad has always been a sort of pipe dream for me um so when i saw the opportunity to reach out to like yourselves and the have a list i have to take it with both hands Awesome. So you're definitely open to potentially relocating? 100%. Completely. Yeah. Like um, the dream was always to go to New York. Um, but then, you know, whether it is New York is where I end up is another thing. It could happily be elsewhere, San Francisco, or like even somewhere close to home within Europe, like Amsterdam. I think for me, I'm just sort of that point in life where I'm, I'm going to say fortunate enough, but I don't have the right word, fortunate enough to be like, single and not have to have any sort of like anything tying me down and um so i can sort of happily go <laughs> yeah that's great and what are you looking for in your next role um in my next role i kind of touched on it briefly earlier i'm definitely looking towards something that would be working across of a range of media um one thing i'm completely against and i don't like being shoehorned as he's a social media guy or like you know that's the person that does just this one brand um, I love working across a range of stuff. I'm, so yeah, I think it's kind of a, that integrated array, but also clients that have ambition and agencies that want to sort of harvest that ambition. Um, so I mean, like the best way of putting it is like IKEA could easily just be another furniture store, but because they have ambition, they want to go and like become the best what they can. Similarly, Burger King could have just easily rolled over and gone, we can't compete with McDonald's, but 
here they are, you know, absolutely slaying the game. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely more about like the ambition of the place um, rather than the name above the door. But you know, happily see where the future goes. Yeah, I think that's that's really important. And those two brands specifically, like you said, they could have been fine doing what they were doing, but you have <clears throat> ambitious, you know, people in house, you know, on the on the brand side, but also on the agency side who wanna do great work, wanna you know push it, and, and it's been working for both of them. So it proves that it's worthwhile. Yeah, completely, completely. Are you looking for freelance or full-time or no preference? Um, I mean, like, I feel if I'm going to come across the pond, it ought to be full-time. <laughs> that said, like, I would be happily to, I'd be more than happy to accept a remote job, um, freelance. Um, a small farm, he does miss the freelance life. It was quite, like, fast-paced and quick turnaround. And you get a phone call on Thursday and you're working on Friday. And I, I do kind of enjoy that hustle and bustle side of things. But um, I think if I'm going to travel all that miles and sort of, pack up one bag of my life in it it probably would be a perm gig <laughs> i'd have to say that's probably the smart smart move <laughs> do you have so, a favorite project that you've worked on sorry my dog is barking right, no oh here he is hey very nice very cute do you um, have a favorite project you've worked on uh favorite project i'm trying to think now to sign back brains um I suppose there's two that I've done that are quite recent. Um, one was for uh, TikTok for business. So basically, TikTok, as in the platform, primarily named for lip syncing and dancing, turns out there's more to it than that. Who knew? Um, <laughs> they um, came to us being like, we want to turn to a sort of like, we're partnering with Shopify. How do we launch ourselves to brands and that brands know that, you know, advertising on our platform is way more exciting than Facebook or Instagram? Um, so that was quite an interesting sort of brief to crack. And the sort of way we went about it was TikTok is very loud, obnoxious, and in your face. It's quite proudly so, which is great um, because Instagram and a little bit of Facebook as well, Instagram is a very sort of polished, sort of muted tones. Everything's perfect and sort of like crafted that way. Um, whereas TikTok was the polar opposite with its lo-fi sort of like teenageiness. Um, but also the primary difference was uh, TikTok is full screen as opposed to Instagram's one by one so therefore we just sort of use that as a place to mess around with so fortunately Instagram has stories which are obviously vertical crop um, so therefore the idea was quite simple of we start off on a nice pack shot of like a one by one image and it'd be like a candle for sale or whatever it was um, and then we'll suddenly literally rip the frame open so we had stuff like um, latex overlays being stretched open and we had like cardboard doors folding open and bits and pieces and just sort of going from this <laughs> muted sorry going from this um muted image into this like huge array of just absolute madness um which was just fantastic because on the art directional side i just got to go really weird of it and just see how far we could push it and see how we can get the client if we can scare the client and then they can still sort of backtrack and have a really cool idea then we knew we're doing a good job um so yeah that was really fun um other than that, we did another piece for, um, there's a brand out here called Pot Noodle, which is kind of like noodle in a cup. Um, they <clears throat> had a new sort of brand positioning, which was like, cook less, live more. So you spend less time cooking, therefore you have more time to do the things you really want to do. Um, you know, how do we activate that? Again, that was on social, actually. Um, I say not shoehorning myself into one <laughs> place. But here I am with two social things I'm proud of. Um, yeah, so uh, with Pot Noodle, they're like, cook less, live more. How do we activate that on um, social? So then we were sort of batting it around and realized quite quickly, 
just because you've got like you know more time to live doesn't mean it frees you up from other commitments um so we came across this idea about um sending a lookalike in to replace you for the day and just seeing he notices which again was a fantastic time to sort of play around with that like absolutely mental idea um and also like i think it's when you're sort of sat down with like the producers and like everyone else and you're trying to think like okay how do we really do this um it's quite a nice situation to be in like I, I, don't, I don't know I just, I just really enjoy sort of looking at things from a different like perspective and sort of trying to see where can we push things and I've been fortunate enough just pure accident by the way my brain works that in my portfolio I've stumbled across a few like world first and tech first and stuff so that's something I definitely want to keep progressing forward but that's also just the way that my brain works is like this thing of why can't we do these things what if we did that and then sort of start talking to the right people and they suddenly go oh i guess we could maybe do that if we do this like let's take the maybe out of that equation and let's make it happen um so yeah it's a fun time yeah that's great i love that you know our job is to think as out there and creatively as possible and then hopefully there's a producer who's like this <laughs> is kind of impossible but there's one percent and you're like so yeah, there's I'll a chance that 1%. yeah we'll yeah i like those let's do it and yeah for sure you, oh, sorry if you read it, uh, some of those crazy ideas that have been done and they do interviews with the creatives or producers afterwards, the producers say, you know, it was impossible, but we figured it out, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, like, you know, if you're not making a producer sweat a little bit, then are they really in their keep? Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. They're all lovely people. But. What, are, uh, what are some of your best qualities? And you just touched on, on a few of them. Oh, God, here we go. The awkward Britishness here. <laughs> um do you know what's annoying is my brain's just full of all these things I definitely shouldn't say. But um, uh, I'm just saying, I'm <laughs> holding back. He can hold his own liquor. Um, That's important. Yes. <laughs> um, I think for myself, it's like hugely down to sort of teamwork. And I love sort of like the idea of my big believer in if you're ever stuck on a brief, sit with people who don't do your job and just sort of like either earwig or chat with them about like day-to-day -day life and just sort of see what really matters to them. I think sometimes with advertising, you can get bogged down in the nitty gritty and it's like actually the everyday person doesn't know whether I've put the logo on the left or the right side of the page. Um, so yeah, I think uh, definitely a different perspective. I also just have to bring, at least for myself and for everyone else around me, like just enjoyment to it. Like if you're not enjoying the process, then let's do something else. Uh, you know, like, we need to have fun. Like, yeah, this job can be stressful and I'm not going to deny that. But at the same time, like you need to be able to laugh at those times. Like if you're on a pitch and you're working up until 2 a.m. and you're presenting it at nine, if you don't turn around and laugh, then what are you doing? Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think uh it's mainly just like without being sounding too hippie about it, I'm just here for the good vibes. I'm just gonna be here to enjoy myself and like hopefully other people enjoy working with me and enjoy doing what we're doing. Like, yeah, I that's important. Like you said, we're working late hours. You got to be able to be with someone, <laughs> enjoy, and have fun, and, and and laugh about it. Versus someone you know who takes it really seriously and isn't enjoyable to be around. So it is a big a big skill these days. Yeah, for sure. Um, who speaks faster? us on your uh, your LinkedIn <laughs> or Eminem? Apparently, <laughs> fan of. yeah. I but, think that's that's slightly aging badly now, isn't it? Um, yeah, my sort of like go-to phrase is always if Eminem spoke, if Eminem did advertising, we'd speak at the same speed. Um, that's just because I talk fast. I'm fully aware I do. It comes across as nerves. I'm right now. I'm quite enjoying this. I think it's quite fun, but I probably sound so nervous in playback. No, not at all. Good. <laughs> do you um, 
does your brain move as fast or it's more speaking but you know when you concept um yeah i it, i would definitely say like um on average my head is like one word ahead of the conversation <laughs> like um i think what it comes from is with my weird last name i'm supposed to be scottish but i have no accent uh so like my dad is so brutally scottish i've got no idea what he's saying half the time which is fantastic um, <laughs> Um, and then my mum is really Oxford English and I sort of come out with this sort of like middle of the road zero accent um, so it's quite funny when I go to see my dad's family when I eventually can with Covid uh, they always tell me I talk really slowly as opposed to my mum's side who say I talk really fast and it's like well I can't seem to get this right but eventually it'll fall into place one day that's funny <laughs> what, will, what will agencies be getting if they did hire you and you touched on it already um I would just get if they hire me. Let me just pause to drink whilst I think. Um, <laughs> um, what would you just get when they hire me? I, my head instantly went to value for money. Um, <laughs> um, I've got a lot of um, like hidden skills. Like I can happily edit a video. I can happily like we mentioned doing visuals earlier. I'm also quite savvy on Photoshop and bits and pieces. So I do sort of tread that line of art direction designer. I definitely would say I'm more art directed. There are some designers out there who are phenomenal and I could never compete with. But um, you know, in a pinch, if we're on a if we're on a pitch for again, uh, and you know, there's all the designers are busy, don't worry, I've got this. Um, you need a deck to look pretty, I got that too. Um, but you know, it's it's also just and I'm sure everyone says the same answer of like, I'm kind of just hungry and ambitious. Um, you know, I wouldn't have been reaching out to yourself all the way over in New York if I didn't want to sort of push myself out of my comfort zone. Um, so I feel like it's definitely coming down to like, I'm, I'm here, I'm eager, utilize me. <laughs> yeah. um, super, super valuable being able to do multiple things and, and always help out. So yeah, for sure. is, you know, a skill that agencies are looking for these, these days. What do you do outside of work? Um, outside of work, I sort of touched on it upon earlier. Uh, I do a lot of illustration. That's just something I love to do because it helps you just unwind and also, it's great to have the own the person, you know, owning the brief being you in the sense of I'm my own worst critic and therefore like I've not got to worry about right. budgets or like, you know, using these certain colors at times. Um, so yeah, you can see my illustrations ironically on a website called Short Sean, despite how I'm a six foot man. Um, <laughs> um, and then uh, other than that, I've gotten really into my fitness at the minute. Um, I guess in England, we're currently in a lockdown again, so we can only go outside to exercise um so therefore i'm sort of using that to the best of my ability I, I love the outdoors and this whole pandemic is slowly killing me but we're good um so i've gotten really into my running really into cycling um you know i, I come from background of like absolutely love adrenaline sports whether that's like rock climbing skateboarding or snowboarding if it's you know if it's got a board or if it you know, had potential to hurt you i'll probably do it by mistake um so um yeah it's primarily illustration and uh, fitness at the minute Awesome. I mean, the last question for me is if there's a dream client, agency, brand. Uh, I mean, like, ultimately, it's definitely more about how ambitious the place is for me completely. Like, if it was someplace no one's ever heard of, but they're like, you know, we want to change the world, then hell yeah, let's do it. But I also would be naive if I didn't just say, Droga 5 are killing it, like, completely. Uh, Every time I sort of, like, go to research, like, agencies out in the states they always come i mean they're, they're killing it here too they've got a london branch as well and it's just phenomenal but like it, everything i see just gets like so like 
just blown away by what I see from there. They have an amazing skill of just taking like something quite simple and just amping it up into something really exciting. Um, so yeah, it's just them, Drover Fiber killing it. <laughs> Yeah, they're great. Um, that's it. I mean, thanks so much for great. hopping on and, and doing something like this. No worries. Hopefully I didn't speak so fast that you can't hear what I'm saying. Um, I'll slow <laughs> so, it down by like 50 Yeah, minutes. yeah. My voice will be much deeper than when people meet me in real life. They'll be so confused. No, that, that was great. Really appreciate it. Sick. Cheers, man. What's the, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Uh, best way to get in touch? I've got a nice and simple website of seanthecreative.com. Um, S-H-A-U-N, and then the rest of it is spelled how it would be. <laughs> awesome and that's a wrap the 89th episode of bouncing back you know anyone who wants to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry have them shoot me an email at m-a-l-o-w 930 at gmail.com where you can check out the avail list for a large list of people who are looking to get back to work you can also check out these episodes on spotify and apple Podcasts under bouncing back in advertising thanks a lot man sweet glad to be here